Hi, everybody. My name is Miguel from the Me, Myself, and Miguel podcast. This is uh, part two of a three-part saga uh, conversation between uh, me and Steven from the YDF Not podcast. So if this is the first time you're tuning into uh, my podcast, go ahead and, you know, listen to this one but feel free to listen to the early episodes and all the new ones coming out um and also if you haven't listened to part one go ahead and head over to my buddy steven's podcast why the f not subscribe link it love it like it uh, um, go ahead and listen to that part one uh because the conversation cuts off from there and and directly links to this one so there might be some confusion if you don't uh other than that please enjoy and stick around Ooh, I'm about this. Hey, man. We're back. Part two. Part two. Welcome, guys. My name is Miguel. This is me, myself, and Miguel. And today, I'm bringing on my buddy, my official second guest to this show, Mr. Stephen Brogan of the YDF Not podcast. Yo, what's up, man? Steven. Dude, I am good. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a, it's a good time me. to be here, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Fun. We got we got nothing else to do. Actually, technically, I should be working right now, but yeah. uh, we're gonna keep that on the down low. You uh, are working. This is work. This I, is you're absolutely work. right. This is work. This is work on myself. Yep. <laughs> so, so uh, why don't you tell everybody about your podcast a little bit, and uh, we can plug it there, and uh, and then we'll begin. I think. Well, right on, man. Oh, well, what's up, fam? Uh, my name is Stephen Brogan, and I, uh, I got myself a little podcast called Why the F Not Podcast. You know, like, why the, why the fuck not? You know, can I curse here? Is it okay? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, I, well, I ask, you know, why the, why the fuck not? You know, because everyone asks why, you know, like, I don't, I don't like that. Uh, we just, I talk about anything. Talk about anything and everything. Uh, and I just came right now from... Oh, that sounded dirty. Well, I don't, we just returned. <laughs> We've just returned. We just returned from uh, recording part one of this, po- uh, uh, of this conversation from, uh, from my podcast. Uh, yes. And this is really exciting. First time uh, I've ever done this. You, I think you're actually my official first guest on my no, podcast. No, you've had Stephanie yeah. on, so I am your second guest. Oh, Come on. Shoot, that's right. That's right. Stephanie was a guest. Yeah. Hey, you're my bad, babe. Uh, she's right outside the door. See, I'm a good listener. I'm a good listener. Good listener. Do you see your, your husband material? See, I'm not there yet. I'm working. <laughs> baby, I'm working on it, okay? I'm working on it. Miguel's teaching me. <laughs> got to pay attention to the details. No, so yeah. Uh, uh, so Stephen's got this podcast, and I mentioned in the last, in the part one, that uh, it was because of your podcast that you got me into going in this game and uh, I've been wanting to do this for, I could say now a couple of years, I think. And uh, the reason is I was so, so you're into a lot of theatrical uh, stuff, right? Acting music. Um, that's your thing. And yes, sir. Besides music for my, like listening to it, I was big into out of high school uh, listening to talk radio. So I was listening to KLOS at the time when Mark and Brian were still on the air. I don't know if you've Dude, ever in the morning? In the mornings, yeah. Dude, those are my, wait, 
during the morning going to going to school in the morning at Birmingham, bro, senior year driving, that yeah. made my morning. Yeah, yeah. So that was same thing, right? I got my driver's license. I got a little shitty car and I was driving same. to work and I'm like, I don't like any of the radio stations, but I loved listening to these guys talk because they were funny. They were bringing up common like uh, uh, news stuff that was going on and they were great. They were hilarious. And yeah. they, they part ways and they did their own thing. And I've been listening to them since. Well, one of them at least since, but I, I fell in love with like the radio or the the podcast model, I guess. I don't know what you want to call it, but just somebody talking on the radio and someone listening in. It was cool. So I would listen to it all the time. And I've been wanting to do something like that. And right. because I listened to your, your uh, show, I finally said, you know what? That's right. Why not? Why not do it? If nobody listens, then nobody listens. Oh, well, at least I get to do it. And and these guys have always talked about, you know, it's never a jump start from the get go anyways. So why not just do it? So here we are. If so, it's available, right? Like, if so, can, so if thank it's you, bro. easy enough to do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like you have every means to do it, except you got a billion excuses. So cut the shit and just mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why we're here. Why. Yeah. Stop asking why. Why not? Better. Um so so yeah so uh in part one we ventured into since we had part parted ways over in uh in high school Mm -hmm. and uh so now that brings us to i am now living here in socal in the valley in the valley by the way it is not known as the valley everywhere you go which really someone someone should have told me this okay because when i'm yeah exactly when I moved to Arizona, I was such a Cali kid. I was such a Valley kid that when I went and people were like, oh, where'd you come from? I'm like, oh, I moved from the Valley. And they're like, what Valley? I'm like, what do you mean? What Valley? What valley? <laughs> the Valley. There is only one Valley and it's the Valley. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm from Southern California. The only Valley we know is the one we have. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. So, so nobody told me that. And uh, so, yeah, so now, you know, we are not just the only valley, but if you don't know, it's the San Fernando Valley, this big old place that's uh, down here. And, uh, yeah, that's the valley, fool. What is it? The valley's the valley. Okay, fool. It's okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) And, uh, and yeah, I'm here with my two kids, my wife, and we're working, we're we're living, and mm. uh, and how about you? Where have you been? Where have uh, where has life taken you? All right, my friend. Um, it's Let been me a ride. Buckle in real quick. It's it's been it's been it's been a weird ride. Uh, okay, so let's see, Birmingham. Okay, first off, though, I think I'm gonna tell you my Tom Brady story. Please, uh, you're a Patriot fan here, right? I, I, you know what? Okay. All right. Disclaimer. I was a Patriot for many of the same reason that you were. I love the Patriots. I love Tom Brady. And yes. I went to Birmingham, not just because of the Patriots, but because my cousin or my best friend's brother, I would call him my cousin, uh, you know, gives me cred. Uh, but he went to Birmingham. So I went there following him. He didn't, he left. Now I'm there. And then I become a Patriot football fan because I was not a big football fan prior to that. So okay. since then I was a Patriot fan. Since the Rams came to LA, I am now Ooh. split between the two. Okay, I hey. love cheering for LA and I love cheering for the Patriots because I followed them for so long. So hey, Cyrus, am- Cyrus, yeah, dude, that's totally cool because uh, coming up, I'm not gonna lie, bro, I'm gonna be getting my uh, Tom Brady Buccaneer jersey. 
Oh, are you really? So, okay, so you're going to be one of the fans that follow. So Brady. let me tell you. So let me tell you my Tom Brady story, bro. Because I'm telling you right now, I would not be here where I am today, and I love where I am right now. Uh, I wouldn't be here today if it were not for Tom Brady. Now check it out, dude. Okay, so so middle school. I'm gonna take you back to middle school before I met you. I was in middle school. I was I was playing cello. I was a little I was a little cello boy. I remember you were right. playing the cello. Yeah. Yeah, I was a cello. I, I just played cello. Why? Because because nobody middle- else did. That's why. No, dude, no, honestly, I, I did that class because the metal shop class was only for eighth graders and I was a sixth grader, so I couldn't do it. So I was like, all right, what else is available? And they said, well, here's orchestra. And I was like, all right, then I guess I'll do that. So, a friend of, what, what an opposite. <laughs> so yeah, so a friend, of mine, a friend of mine joined in with me and we were like, all right, let's do this. And we were like, well, what do you want to play? And we looked over like, well, what about the violas? Let's do the violas. But then our teacher came over and was like, hey, fellas, you know, we need more cellists. Could you like jump in? And we're like, ah, why not? Let's just do it. And see, why not? Do that thought, why, why not? not? Why see, not? why not? But so I, I do the cello thing. But anyways, in middle school, I play football. And I love me some football. I love playing, dude, playing football back in the day in middle school. Like I'm sure, I don't know if you knew that life, but just playing out in the yard, dude, on my grass. Yeah. You're just wearing your jeans, your chucks, whatever you're wearing, like a t-shirt. Right. You're getting all sweaty as hell. You're not thinking about having to go to fifth period afterwards. Heck no. You're not thinking about if I get dirty or sweaty. What am I going to do in class? I don't care. I'm playing football. And I got to win. Yes. Oh, my God. And, bro, I was quarterback. And, like, here's the thing. Yes, okay. Let me, let me just get there. But, anyways, I played football. I loved it. No one thought I was good, but I, I, could, I had an arm. I could throw. I could throw. So comes the time to go to high school. Where do I go? Now, around this time, I was living in like our Lita area. And so the high schools around that area at the time, I didn't want to go to. They were too ghetto for me. No. Like, too ghetto. <laughs> so sorry, Arlita High, uh, Polly, uh, Panorama High. I'm so sorry, but it was a little too ghetto for me. I'm so sorry. I love you, fam. Yep. So what did I do? My mom was like, hey, choose a school you want to go to. And uh, one of the schools, uh, one of the schools uh, in the area was uh, Birmingham High School. And then I saw that their paid, that their that their uh, their mascot the was the Patriots. And at that time, I was a gigantic Tom Brady fan, so a Patriot fan. Dude, just, do you do you worked. know do you know Tom Brady's backstory? Not fully. I mean, okay. somewhat, but not fully. Okay, so check it out. Tom Brady, a San Mateo kid. Came from San Mateo, North Cowboy. He's from California, dude. yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, North Cowboy, dude. Honestly, they were talking about him going to uh, San Francisco. I was like, I- I'm not mad about that, but I would, I wouldn't see that happening though. Well, I mean, it's done now, but I was, I was big on he was not going to go there. But also, I almost had my money on him coming to, to Chargers for so sure. But I mean, like, I feel bad for what's his face for. Uh, I wouldn't want him to replace Garoppolo. Uh, yes, you see, and that's why I was like, Garoppolo's no a great quarterback. He's a great, he's a great quarterback. But not only uh, – how much of a slap of a face would it be for Garoppolo? He left the Patriots being Brady's understudy after being known that he was a great quarterback. He held the line from the Patriots him. while he was suspended. Yes. yes. He was doing great. He could have carried that whole season. Dude, I do not deny that. And, and, and so he goes to, to, to San Fran, and let's say, just hypothetically, Brady goes, how much of a slap of a face would that be to Garoppolo? It's like, dude, I, I came. I'm good. You guys are, and then you bring the guy that was the understudy too. Like, wow, I, I don't know. It would ruin the man, I think. Oh, also, think. he came from he came from Denver, didn't he? From Broncos. The year, 
uh, yeah, didn't he? Didn't wasn't he there the year the the last year that Peyton Manning retired? Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't remember. I remember the tall uh, Brock. <clears throat> was it Brock? The oh, Brock, Brock Les? No, not Brock Les. <laughs> not Lesnar. No, Brock, but Brock. Yes, you're right. So sorry. Yeah, yeah you're right on that. Something. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, but the tall blonde guy. He was really good. I liked him actually. But okay, uh, okay. Came along. But Tom Brady. So, Tom Brady. Sorry. So, San Mateo kid. He was looking for colleges to go to, and he was looking at Michigan, not Michigan State, not 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 the not the Spartans, not the big one. Michigan, go blue, a Wolverine, and Wolverine. he got into Michigan. He was a Wolverine while he was in Michigan, dude. No one, no, no one, no one kept believing on him. No one kept, no one believed in him. He kept having to prove himself. He had to keep getting the team out of a out of a messy situation and championships and winning those championships. And every year, another obstacle for him. Oh, sorry, Tom. There's a new uh, superstar kid that came from Alabama or something, and they want him to play, so you have to prove yourself again, even though you kind of won the championship for us last year. Whatever, no big deal. Whatever. Wow. Proved himself wow. over and over again, dude, to be number one. Now came the NFL draft. Bro, do you know what pick he, he was? He was not drafted highly, right? He was like damn near last, right? Homie, he was the last pick. He was the last pick. He was wow. the 99th pick, bro. Oh, my God. There is a there is a wonderful documentary that I highly suggest. Uh, ESPN put out called The Brady Six. It's, oh, I gotta watch. It's yeah. on YouTube, dude. It talks about the six quarterbacks that were drafted ahead of Brady, uh-huh. and there is a great scene in it, dude. I'm just I'm such a big Tom Brady fan. There's a scene and there's a scene in it where there's an interview with Tom, and he's thinking back to the to the to that draft day, and, and, and bro, yeah. to be the last pick. He's talking about walking out uh, of his house and he had like a baseball bat because he was also a baseball player growing up uh, as a kid. And he's just like, yeah, just thinking like, what if nothing happens? And he was like, like being brought to tears, bro, because there was a chance that no one was going to take him. But then the New England Patriots picked him up, bro. Wow. And and he waited, dude. He waited. He waited until um, what's his name? Uh, Oh, my God. Who was the? Uh, the QB before Tom Brady. Who was that? Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, 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 Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. Okay. So Drew Bledsoe, uh, he was the quarterback that was uh, – he was a good quarterback. Great good quarterback. Good quarterback. The quarterback before Tom Brady. Dude, if you in – this, in, this, in this documentary, you'll see the moment when Drew Bledsoe got tackled and hit the wrong way and got hurt. Out. That was the moment Tom took his job. Wow. There's, I gotta there's also a clip. I love watching things like this. There's also a clip of Tom getting hit so hard his helmet flies off. He just picks up his helmet and goes back to the huddle. Whoa. And all these coaches, all these coaches from that NFL draft in this documentary are, are you know, they're being interviewed. And they all say that they're like, yo, man, we're tr- we read Brady from like the stats. Well, he looked on paper because on paper he didn't look great. He was this lanky like, white. Yeah. He was this lanky white boy who like couldn't run that fast. Who wasn't that strong? Who didn't throw the tightest spirals? But they all said, "Open the man up." We didn't. We we forgot to check what was inside there. We didn't look in there. Huh. And now, the man huh. has six Super Bowl rings. 
six Super Bowl rings, a legacy, a true legacy. Bro, people want to talk to me about like, oh, what about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's a great dynasty. I'm not going to lie about that. Steelers, yes. Roethlisberger needs to just stop now. Well, look, you, no, no, you keep going. I just don't want him to get hurt. That's all. Don't because he's uh, don't get hurt. Well, I mean, in the last three years, he's been getting hurt. The first. I know. Time. Why are you playing? Why are you playing? Stop. But he doesn't even look like he's in shape. I'm sorry. Big, big Ben, big Ben. That's why Tom's a vegan, bro. Or he balances it out with protein and, and vitamins. Yeah. yeah, guy's a whiz. So that's so my Tom Brady story. So I was a big Patriots fan, bro. So when it yeah. came to choosing what school I was going to go to for high school, I went to Birmingham straight away. That's right. That's right. And so in Birmingham, I played football, ninth, tenth grade, and then we were outside linebackers or middle linebackers. Dude, why was I a linebacker? Why? I have no idea. No, you know what? Were you there when we first joined and we were first set to be linemen? Oh my god! And I looked at the coach and I was like, "Yo, just because we got here late, we had no idea." Why are you going to put us as linemen? Like, just, no! So, Why am I here? Get me Why out! Yeah, so but, I remember the funnest time. I do remember the funnest time being that first summer when we started to, like, open up a little bit. And we're like, all right, we get to choose new positions woo! completely. You automatically went to be quarterback. Yes, sir. Now, here's the confession for me. Tell me. Because, because I wanted to follow my cousin or my best friend's brother, who was also said quarterback, was a quarterback. I wanted to be a quarterback and you went for the quarterback spot and I like you so much. I was like, I don't want to compete with this guy. What? I, I, I don't want to compete. But with didn't this you guy. have great hands also though? Didn't you have great hands? I you were good on your feet. Exactly. So I was like, I'll be a receiver and Brogan's going to be my quarterback. And that's just, how I was going to be. And I, yeah, it was fun. I, I, I loved it. Dude. So I, like, I wish you that had was... the passion. You had the backstory. Yeah, yeah, bro. If only that could have been a thing. Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. I'd have been your element, man. Oh, dude, we would have been each other's. Let's go. But okay, look. So, okay, that summer, though, by the way, can we just talk about how, looking back, I remember how exhausted, dude, how hot, how, dude, in those pads on that yeah. field and going to that water cooler and just the, the heavenly refreshment the that was day. that water, dude. It felt so good. It was so good. It was so good. I'm and I'm glad I did football for that oh. because it, it conditioned me to like be in track and be able to hang. I think a little bit it, more. It, like your body was like, like okay. I know this. Yeah, yeah. I was like just familiar to it. It loved it. It longed for it. I loved working out. And I wish I kept that still. Okay, I need. I need. Sh- I need to share a memory with you. Go for it. I need to share memory. Uh, so there's one moment, and this is the moment where I just this is the moment where I was like, okay, I can go. It was during one of those <laughs> summer practices where I walked to the QBs and I was like, I'm gonna be here. This is where I belong. And we started running right. some routes, okay? And uh-huh. it came for me to do. We're just doing an insights, like a you know, inside slant. Yeah. And I was throwing to Steven Zamora. Shout out Steven Zamora. Steven Zamora. Do you, yeah. do you remember that name, bro? I, of course I remember that name. Dude. I, I wanted to pull that out of my pocket, but since you said it, absolutely. Yeah, Steven Zamora. I, yeah. Threw, I threw to Steven Zamora, and bro, I threw him the cleanest pass. Mm. It was so clean. He took off his helmet and, and asked, who threw that? And I, threw, and I, and I raised my – and I raised my – because he was a senior at that point. And I, he was a senior, yeah. And I, exactly. and I raised my hand, and he goes, okay. Just nodded. <laughs> Just nodded. And at that point <laughs> – yeah. 
I was like, my cup is Phyllis. All of you are very mean. I'm going to go audition for the musical. <laughs> All of you are very mean. That's funny. Dude. Okay, so check it out. So I also it's played cello. To be around. Huh? It was, it was a, it's a tough crowd. To Here's be the thing. Okay, look, I don't, okay. From the beginning. <sighs> you see what I mean? Look, you see what I mean? Look, Seven Skin, look, uh, look. All those people, I, I, I can name some names or whatever, but look, check it out. For the most part, one of the coaches said it perfectly. Because all these players, like JV especially, they talked so much crap. So much crap. And the coaches kept telling them, you got one of these? Pointing at his ring. No, you don't. Stop talking. No, you don't. Stop talking. And those players never stopped talking. But there was one player who had a big fucking mouth. But I respected him because he was really good. He came from my middle school. Do you remember Devontae? Oh, my God. I was just going to say it just to, like, shout it out for you. But, yes, Devontae, not Hines, the other one. Uh, 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 Briggs? There was two Devontes. Briggs. Devontae Briggs. Wait, was he the shorter one? No, no, you're talking. No, Briggs is Trey Wan. Trey Wan Briggs. I still talk to him. He's a great guy. Uh, no, the shorter guy. The shorter guy. The so shorter, Devontae the, Hines, who was, was in that group of, I said, of those friends that were already close-niched. Yeah. He was cool. There was another Devontae, and I know exactly who you're talking Wait, about. Wait, time out. And he was running back. Devon, he was running back. Devontae Hines, Devontae Briggs. De- did Devontae Briggs have braids? No, there was no Devontae Briggs. There was a Trey Wan. Oh, did Trey the did Trey, running back? Yeah, Trey Wan. Trey Wan. Yeah. Trey I Wan remember had, someone. Uh, braids at the time. But anyways. He was really big. He was the first guy I ever tried to tackle, and he knocked me Ooh. like 10 feet down. Oh, my Good God. For you. He was a tank. Bro. Yeah, I tried. But, but – Bro, one time we had to do a punt return, and uh, we had no punt returner. And so the coach asked, "Who wants to do it?" Oh, I raised, shit. I raised my hand. Uh, I, no. I, I caught it, Miguel. I caught the ball. Um, I ran, and then when someone came to tackle me, are you ready? I jumped. <laughs> coach runs up to me and goes, "Boy, why did you jump?" <laughs> what in the world, bro? Slam you on the ground, huh? Did he slam Dude, you? Dude, yes! He, he caught me! <laughs> I jumped into his arms! You were gonna go. Take me. Carry me. So check it. So at oh, this man, point, good times. I was a football player, but I was still playing cello. Perry. Devontae Perry. Perry! Yes! That's the one I'm thinking about. Dude, one time Devontae Perry, bro, at a game, homie dislocated a finger. Do you remember that? Holy crap. I do remember he dislocated. That. Dude came walking with his hand uh, up, right? And the twinkle, homie! It was, ow! <laughs> and he was like, "I'm good. I'm good. Let's go back. Put it back. Put it back. I want to go back. Put it back." I remember the refs came back to us and was like, "You need to control your team because, <laughs> <laughs> like, who the fuck were our players? Like Devontae? Yeah. Like he? I don't know where. I, did he come from like a hard background or something? Like, because this kid was hard. I think so because this mean, kid was funny. I'm not to judge, but yeah, he was. Because he was funny, but he came with like a very, like a defensive, almost like he like almost aggressive, but he was really funny. I remember that he was funny and genuine when he, he wanted really to, when he wanted to be. But he yeah. was tough as when he dude with football. He was so tough, bro. He was a jerk. He was a jerk. I didn't like him. Fair, no, he he could be a big jerk. I think because I came I came from the same middle school with him, and I knew him a little longer. Oh man, it was a little better. But no, I get you. I get you. I get you. But but see, I left. Yeah. I left. No, I left. I left the football team 
because okay, so I was playing cello, and there's uh, my sophomore year. No, my junior year. Uh, no, 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 no. My sophomore year, uh, I was playing in the orchestra pit for the musical uh, because there wasn't a, no wasn't no. I just wanted to do more. I think so. I was playing in the pit, and I looked up on that stage and I thought, wow, that looks cool. I, I wish I could do that. That looks amazing. Uh, and then and then a year goes by, and then here come the auditions for the next musical. Okay, Bye Bye Birdie, uh -huh. and. Uh, Bye bye, Birdie. And I walked uh, my friend Yvette. Shout out Yvette. I walked her to the audition because she was going to go do it. And I was like, cool, yeah, I'll walk you there. And I said goodbye to her. But then uh, uh, my music teacher, Mr. Dawkins, he was the music director for the show. And he sees me walking out and he goes, oh, Are you auditioning? And I was like, Oh, no, uh, I'm not. No, I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't sing. And, and he goes, What? No, you could do it. You could totally do it. Come on, audition. Just audition. I'll, I'll work with you. You know, we'll get your audition song. Just. Just, just sign up. That's so awesome. Dude, yes. Are you kidding me? That's like, so awesome. he told me, why not? Like, go for it. Try. Why aren't there more people like that? In I life? don't. But, but here, okay, here's the thing. And, like, I don't know if it's true. I don't want to like start. But we're, I'm, you want to talk some cheese, my bro? I, I heard you mention this, and I had I have no idea what you're talking about. Bro. So, yes, I absolutely there want some, to talk about this. What is going there, on with There's some cheesing back in the day with Dawkins, dude, with the music, because I loved him. I thought he was great. I thought he was – he's – again, he sounds like he's the guy, guy who, um, uh, who, who let me, you know – Kickstarted yes, your career. Yes, my life, my passion. And, and, right. and there was, like, crap coming up about him for, like, getting involved with students and stuff physically. Uh, like, here's the thing. First oh, off, man. in that music room – uh, uh, very much like most high school music rooms, I'm sure, and theater rooms. Uh, there's a lot of sexual tension going around, and and if if you have a teacher like Dawkins, who's a little younger, and he and he was a little trusting with the students, he would let them go in by themselves sometimes, and you know he had his trusted you know helpers and stuff. But people would be dirty in there, you know, do some dirty stuff in there, mm. and there were and there was mm. stuff. There's too much. There's a lot of word going around of him being involved with students. But here's the thing. Nothing officially came out involving him with the student. He left because it was getting too crazy, I think. And uh, there was one teacher, mm -hmm. a certain English teacher, who I think um, – that's why I'm not saying her name because that's why I don't know. But she was behind right, right, right. the whole uh, – the whole yeah, and she just, she just didn't like him. I don't know. But, but wow. he left, which sucked. But, dude, without this homie, I would have left that auditorium and never done this because I – and then who knows what you're doing. I auditioned for this. I worked on my audition. Look, every nutrition, every lunch, I would go to his classroom. Wow. I would go to the music room, dude. J107. No, J10. J107. No, J100. Sorry. No, was it? No, J107 was Juan's class. I know it wasn't J107. No. For sure. That was, was that the football class? That's the football class. Yes, that was a football <laughs> class. See, I, I, That's the only reason. Bro, I remember. I remember. Yeah, 108 was. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so uh, uh, so we worked on it. And come the audition, bro. Ready? Come the audition. I sing my song. I sing my song. I do my thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, bro, I sing one song. Uh, honestly Sincere. It's sung by the character Conrad. He's like the cool guy. And uh, at the end of the song, it ends on this big note. At the time, that note was too high for me. Well, kind of. I was just a little nervous. Uh -huh. But I sang it, bro. You weren't polished bro, yet. My voice cracked in front of everyone because I, I don't know why they ran. Oh, no. I don't know why they ran things like this. But the callback slash auditions was done so that everyone was in the auditorium. Same thing. 
shit, so, that's terrible. Well, I guess maybe to prime you, right? You got to be prepped to be performing. Fair enough. But everyone's there, and you're watching everyone else perform. And then, so it's crazy. Oh, so my voice cracks on this song, dude. And everyone laughs. And so do I. I laugh it off. I'm like, ah, fuck it, whatever. But then, yeah. but then I sing another song. I sing a song called Put on a Happy Face. And uh, uh, when I sing that song, uh, I was told, Dawkins said that at one point, Swan turns around, Swan being the teacher, turns around and goes, since when can Steven sing? Wow. And, and I'm like, what? And so comes the day of the cast list going up. Okay, the cast list is going to go up this day. And I'm talking to my friend Marlon. Do you remember Marlon? Shout out Marlon Begway, man. Marlon, you, you're the homie, homie. I love you, Marlon. Did you know Marlon? I might have. I know. I know. I think I, I remember a Marlon. I don't know if he's the same Marlon. As you're Dude, saying, he was like this little, he looked like a little metalhead back in the day with like his curly hair and Megadeth shirts. And he was like a little theater kid who like liked to smoke weed and like flirt with all the girls. He was, I, I thought he was white so boy? cool. Yeah, man. Is he white? Uh, boy? He looks white, but he's Spanish. So it's like, yes and no. <clears throat> okay, I have, I have somebody pictured in my head. It might be him. I'm going to so pretend. Uh, okay, so I me and him are walking out of class, sixth period. And I'm like, yo, man, I just, uh, I don't know, man. What role you think you can get? I'm like, I don't know, man. Marlon, I want, we could get Mr. McAfee. You know, that's the dad. You know, we could get, he's the funny part. And uh, Marlon was like, well, man, you know, there's a lot of, Eight, a lot of seniors who auditioned and they're really funny. Like, like this was one guy, uh, Diego, Diego's hysterical, dude, funny guy. And I was like, shoot, you're right, man. You know, I was like, you know what? If I get ensemble, that's fine. If I get ensemble, I just, I just want to do a show. I want to do a show with you guys. Cause at this point I just saw them from the pit. I got to know them as the cello boy from the orchestra pit. I got to hang out at a cast party. I got to, you know, get a feel for the environment. I liked huh. it. And I just wanted to be a part of the, I wanted to be a part of the gang. That's all I wanted to do. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and we walked to Swan's class because that's where they put the cast list up, and the door is closed. We're waiting, oh, shit. and then the door opens open. There's a piece of paper on the door, the inside of the door, and I look up, bro. My name is on the top of the list, and I got I got wow. the lead, bro. Wow, that's that must be awesome. That's I didn't, cool. dude. I didn't cool see that people. coming at all. Me and my friend Jasmine, shout out Jasmine, she got the lead also, and we were both juniors. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was, that was like, everyone was like, whoa, juniors, they got leads. Whoa, ooh, wow. But anyways, so after that, like, dude, I just, I, <laughs> dude, after that, I got sucked in. Like, senior year after that, I got in choir, I did theater, I did all the shows after that, all the little competitions and stuff. It was super fun. And then college comes around, though. But when college comes yeah. around, Swan, she told us. I remember she her, she was telling us during a during a friggin' what should we call it uh, during a class. She was like, "Hey guys, FYI, you don't need a theater degree to be an actor." Very and that was very that was very, very important for me to hear. I needed to hear that because you were going in your mind. You were going for theater. No, not not necessarily or acting. Because I liked theater and I liked oh. singing and performing and stuff, but I was still kind of playing cello. Uh, I think senior year I was also doing private lessons. I was I, I did private lessons with cello for like a year, but the thing was I couldn't afford much of them because I was doing how much was my mom paying? My mom paid like I think sixty dollars for a half hour session. Boy, shout out to dude, mom. my mom. Like my mom, 
probably didn't understand why I liked the things I liked because she came from a different place. She immigrated here from El Salvador. Right. Right. So she didn't get it. Uh, but she was like, you want to play cello? Cool. You want to spend $600 on a cello? Oh, the case is 200. Oh, that stick. That oh, stick shit. is 150. Okay. <laughs> My God, the stick. So the, the bow. Stick. Sorry, the bow. Uh, the bow. The bow, dude. The bow. Oh, bro, I, my, my cello. I a hundred. Dude, I still have my cello. I still have it. I still have her. That's that's pretty cool. That's uh, pretty she cool. needs repairs, but I still have her. But it, yeah, that's an investment. I still have my first oh, you, guitar. Oh, you have yeah. to. Uh, yeah, you have to. So I was still playing cello, but here's the thing, bro. If I wanted an hour lesson, because like here's the thing, the 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 the, the teacher who was my uh, my. Uh, the teacher I had, he was really good. He was this Armenian dude from Glendale. Shout out Glendale, my Armenian community in Glendale. Uh, Armenian dude, yeah. Glendale, love it. Uh, but flipping, uh, he was amazing, dude. I've seen, I, he was. I forgot what his name is. I'm so sorry, but he was amazing. But here's the thing: with like really good classically trained private lessons, bro, $120. That's probably the basis. Like if I get my master's degree in voice. Best. That's what I probably would charge for for let like right now I do lessons and I only charge maybe like sixty bucks an hour, but if I had if I have my master's degree and I get and I get more experience and I get more if I develop my craft more then yes one hundred and twenty dollars bro Double. that's baseline, for, yes, hour. baseline. Hey, that's work. That's good work. If you oh. Can buy it. oh yeah, um, so let's see. So college comes around. And I was like, I want to do music. I'm going to be a cellist. And, but I didn't audition because, okay, I got into CSUN, yes. But uh, getting into the music program was another thing. You have to audition separately, uh, separately. So when I, when I first got yeah. to CSUN, I was technically my first year or two. I think I was un, undeclared. So I was, so I was just taking okay. care of my GEs having some fun with some, uh, for some electives or whatever, but like my G's just getting, getting those out of the way, you know, the dumb, my, my, but I had some dope, dope classes, bro. I, I had, I had my, I wish oh, I did, bro. I, I took this Chicano studies class for my English courses, bro. Oh, Woo! I did too. I did they too. messed me up, bro. Was it with, was it with the bearded guy? Uh, salt and pepper, salt and pepper guy. Salt and pepper bearded. He, his face was on the mural in the hallway in the Chicano studies building. What? He had glasses. Did, did you I, have that? Guy? I don't know. I don't. He was amazing. I loved. There was two classes I loved at CSUN when me. I was there, which was my Chicano Studies class, which I loved because. So again, all this is going on, right? Where I'm not really doing my 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 homework. I'm not doing all this stuff. I have not read a single book since I've left, uh, uh, Birmingham. Yeah. Not to brag, <laughs> but towards school towards school like if i had a, a a school book assigned i would not read it and that was the, my demise i wrote my final for this chicano studies class but i have so much chicano culture in me because i am Puta, that eres chicano and uh and uh and i wrote my final paper and i did not use one reference i did what not was the paper about one book note nothing <laughs> Oh, I don't remember. I wish I could. It was like a final. It was a final paper, though. Like, like. It was a final paper, and the requirements were obviously it had to be like thirty pages okay. long. It had to have the certain criteria, and you had to have at least like ten 
references, okay. right? I used none, zero. And you put that zero. in your paper, right? And I got a, and I put it in my paper, and I got a what? So you probably just lost points because you didn't get references. Because I didn't use the references. And that's what exactly he said. He goes, this was a good paper, but you didn't use any references whatsoever. But because you use so many life references, I'm allowing it. And I, I was so Miguel, happy. Miguel, like, you know, class and it saw it. Yeah. just from observing how you speak, I don't know. Like, it seems like writing might be something for you also. Like, the way you speak, you're very – I what wish. do you mean you wish? Why not do I it wish. now? because he, so i i've actually just talked to my wife about this because she's pretty talented in the art she as well, do? but she like kind of hides it she's very shy she like well she see that's the thing like we've been together for so long yeah. seven years now i i've seen her do artistic stuff but not like her sit down like this is her passion or this is a hobby yeah. of hers but recently like literally last week we sat down and we painted and i i i think i can draw you know if i'm looking at something and i, I think i'm artistic if i really yeah. set myself to it um and and i came out with this flower and it was whatever and i was like it looks like somebody's first time making this flower okay good first attempt it was but my yeah yeah good first attempt you know hey i'm not a pro but i'm good uh decent and my wife did something what the and fuck? i was like what the hell I was, yeah what the fuck like you, this is so good like why don't you do this more and she's like well i don't know i'm like do it, you know. And she and she's the type of person where like I can't motivate her fully. What's her, then it's what's like her background? Pressure for me to do it. She's she's Guatemalan. What's up with Latinos and having so much self doubt, man? My girlfriend's the same way. She's I Mexican swear. and like she's yeah. a wonderful artist as well, bro. She once had a dream about us. Like apparently there's a dream about us, like and we were hugging and stuff in the dream, you know, just like uh, in a very intimate intimate picture, right? And, and then and then she yeah. was like, yeah, I had a dream about it. And then we had she had this 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 block of clay that she got from like, a, like an art store or whatever, and in like a day or so, she made dude she, she made this it. beautiful beautiful piece. To, I'll, I'll send you a picture, but it's this gorgeous piece she made. And I'm like, yeah. was that your first time messing around with clay? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, and you don't think you're talented? You see what I mean? So so she's got it's the same thing going on where she's like very talented. Dude, what if Latinos, bro, bro, like, what if Latinos in their DNA have so much self-doubt because of all the persecution and all the hard crap that's happened to our like people, our family and our history? Like it's in our DNA still. We have to like fight it. It's in our DNA. You know, it, it it's true. I think it is very true. I think that statement is extremely true because it is passed on generation to generation. Again, going back to what our parents think. It, it's they're brought up and raised a different way and that chicano studies class really brought that to light for me and and it, it finally gave me legitimate reasons based on what we talked in class i could argue with my mom about stuff i'm like yo yo yo, you got it all messed up like you're brainwashed you're not even true to who you think you are like you're not even mexican you're like the spanish traditions are so deeply embedded into you that you have no idea and, and you're brainwashed. And I'm like, I'm woke at the time. Dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, 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 it's true. It's, it's, it's embedded into the tradition of, of, of that. Like you're only limited to doing these things and you're supposed to like, there's such a preset of what we're quote unquote allowed to do. I'm happy that now here, at least in the States and, and people our age are breaking away from that. But again, it, it brings up new challenges because it's like, we've never ventured out this way so we don't know what to do when we face these things 
and neither do our parents because why it's a whole new yeah, can, I, can i just say so, can i can, man, can i just say can i just say uh yeah you bring up that theme of you know we don't know where we're going it's all new to us you should just watch westworld it's a great uh <laughs> oh man you see full circle. you see <laughs> I think I'm going to watch that today. I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do it today. You have to do it. I will. Um, uh, so wait, college now. So, so, so college. So you're in college. You try so to check it out, bro. I, uh, um, I really, so when I was in college, uh-huh. I auditioned for, I auditioned for a couple, a couple musicals actually in a play. I auditioned for uh, Avenue Q, the musical. I got called back for a lead. I didn't get cast. Mm-hmm. I auditioned for mm-hmm. uh, a play, Romeo and Juliet. Got called back for a supporting role. Didn't get cast. I auditioned for another musical, uh, Spring Awakening. Got called back. Got, I got a call back for a lead again. Did not get cast again. Um, with the cello, though, I had one audition. And I was so nervous. I had got my music already. I got all, I did everything I could. Uh, and then the audition came up and I wore my gray little shirt. Tucked it all in. I looked all professional. And I walked in and bro, I remember it was Dr. Rossetti. I think that's her name. I had her later on for a class. She's one of the cello teachers at CSUN. And then also uh, Dr. Uh, uh, oh my God. Woo! Oh my God. I just, I did musicals with him too. He was a musical. Oh my God. I forgot his name. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't even know if you, I hope he likes me. I, I, I don't remember. You remember so many names. Fair enough. So um, but anyways, I, I, I played for them. And uh, after I played for them, the, the critique was that I was just uh, chromatically out of tune and I just wasn't good and I needed more, more work. And dude, it was a punch in the face. It was in the gut. Like it, I didn't touch my cello for a year after that. I felt so unworthy for my cello because I, because I did like for my starter cello, like my first official cello, I had a beautiful cello. I have a beautiful cello. I still have her. It's China. I love her. Uh, and she's a beautiful. I felt so unworthy for my cello after, after that failure. But that's, that's just funny because like one audition there and I crumbled, but I kept auditioning for theater. And for some reason, and for some reason, I, I never got, I, my feelings never got hurt every time I, I got dismissed. I kept coming back for some reason. I, I don't know. But I just was it maybe you think maybe it's because that you know that acting was something that you were doing just to try out and you had nothing to lose versus you have like training and like you really put your heart and soul into the music. Here's a crazy thing. Don't cry now. No, no, I'm not gonna cry because I'm actually smoking. Okay. <laughs> that's the sound. That's the sound of me hold my breath. Sorry, that's the sound, I'm not crying. Um, but the thing was though. It's not like I became a theater major. I was still a music major. But when I failed, when I, when, I, when I didn't get into the cello program, at that time, I was taking my Music 101 class. And it was with this professor called, her name was uh, Dr. Diane Ketchy. Doctor, she had a doctor, right? Ketchy. Professor Ketchy. And uh, I love her, Professor Ketchy. I love her. I don't think she has her doctorate, though, but she's Professor Ketchy. I love her so much. But she told me, she was like, Stephen, you have a nice voice. Why don't you work on some audition material and, and audition for the voice department, for the vocal department? And I was like, okay, I'll see what I can do. And, and, one, and then in, yeah. in the music department, there was one guy, Patrick, my homie Patrick, bro, this, my, my Taiwanese homie, dude. He, I met him in, dude, I met him in my, I forgot what music class I met him in, 
but uh, he was also auditioning for some voice thing, or we were taking some voice class, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, these, these I got some Italian songs. This is what I sang," and I was like, "Oh, really? Can, could could you help me with them?" Yeah, dude, I had to learn uh, two Italian uh, arias, and so yeah, Whoa. and so I learned myself a song called "Caro Mio Ben." And another one called Seven Crudele. And I sang both of those for the and, and Patrick helped me again. He helped someone else just helped me out to learn this because I didn't know piano that well. And so he like literally worked with me in, in the little CSUN practice rooms and uh, got my audition ready. Yeah. And when I went to dude, oh, yeah, it was awesome. uh, blessed, blessed, blessed. And when I went to go audition, Ketchy was in the room. She was in the room when I was auditioning. Huh. And when I was singing my song, she was one of the judges yes. or, or yes. critiques. Right. And when I was singing, when I was singing my song, dude, I started slipping on the lyrics because it was Italian. It was my first time tackling Italian. But you want to know what Ketchy was doing? She was she was mouthing oh, the words. Did. Mouthing. Oh my god, dude! I'm gonna That's cry. Great. Like, you, you bro, like face. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. Like, honestly, like in my life, like I was raised by uh, by like a strong Salvadoran mother. Okay. And I and now I don't know if it's like instinctually I do this because I I also lost my dad, bro. I don't know if you know this, but I lost my dad. Maybe maybe that's what I thought. When did when did sorry to bring it up? Oh, when, when then I think that's young. what you're thinking because that happened when I was very young. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Okay, that's what it was then. I knew I knew you had lost somebody, and I knew that you lost your brother, and and I just I, I think I just put those two two and two together that it was your your brother mm -hmm. you lost when you were young, but no, it was your father. It was your father man so so your mother dude, raised you my mom my mom is such a g dude like she just she all she did dude she cleaned houses uh for like for like middle class upper middle class you know white folk you know like one of oh dude one of the ladies she cleaned the houses for though her name was uh Lori. shout out Lori. she's the homie dude but she was the she was the hairdresser <laughs> she was the official hairdresser oh, okay for the boy meets world show Bro, no for a way. certain period of time, I think after season three or so, I forgot when, but she was the hair, uh, the hair uh, designer, whatever the title is, for the show. Bro, I got to meet uh, Ben Savage, Corey Matthews himself. Did you? Yes, really? sir. Because my mom cleaned her house and took care of her kids. That's awesome. Hold on, I'll let you go right no, now. No, no, is she okay? Diaper oh, change. my. She's good. Diaper change. She, she wants to keep playing. Wait, she time out. Are you telling me that we're having this conversation and you're being a dad also? I'm Bro, MVP, dude. MVP. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I am so impressed. If you're listening, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening right now, you got to like subscribe to me, myself, and Miguel right now. Check this out. This is, this is not scripted. Did we tell the baby? Did we tell his baby to poop? Did we tell her? No, not at she all. did it because she wanted to. And now Miguel's being a dad. Yo, subscribe, Thank like you. him. Subscribe. <laughs> Thanks. So, uh, yeah, that's done. Um, what was it? Yeah, that's that's freaking awesome. I I was on the phone the other day actually with a um, I was placing an order for some flooring, and I'm talking to the order desk lady. And her name is Topanga. Son of a! I'm man. like, hey, Topanga, what's going on? So, and I was like, is it after Topanga from the show? And she's like, what show? No! Like, you gotta know, girl! 
like, come on, there's only one famous Topanga besides. Where'd you grow up? Like, come on, imagine yeah, she's like, I grew up in. She's like, I grew up an orphan in the yeah, system. Exactly. And you're like, shit, my <laughs> shit, my bad. I am so sorry. Um, but anyway, so look. Ch- yeah, so, my so mom. My to, mom got to do yeah, all that yeah. cool stuff, dude. She like cleaned. Stuff. She was hardworking, dude. She just did that. Like it wasn't until later on that she got a restaurant, and then like, dude, she has a restaurant no now. Way. Oh yeah, in high school, right? Yeah, bro. She uh, she's had that for uh, for a while now. Uh, and it's she got. That's awesome. It's over Where's in Sun Valley, probably closer to you actually. Uh, uh, I off, have to. Yes. Oh my god! And tell her. Oh my god! You know you're coming, dude. Uh, oh my god, and she'll probably remember you. You met her. We were in football. You probably met her. I okay. So, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Oh my god. You were describing most Salvadorian mothers, but yes, yes. Um, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, your mom. Short curly hair. Is your name Maria or Yesenia? They called her something like that. I'm dying, dude. But um, oh, I forgot where we're going on this. Uh, lost my. Your mom's restaurant. No, yeah, but my mom's restaurant, but it's off, uh, it's right there. Uh, El Taco Toro, dude. Yeah, dude. Sun Valley. Dude, it's, it's, a, it's a Mexican restaurant, huh. but she sells pupusas too. That's great. She sells, I love pupusas. She sells everything, Mexican bro. Pupusas. She makes whatever you want. She treats you like family. After the quarantine. I'm going to have to go. I After the quarantine, I will absolutely. Is she, so, so is she open? No, no. She was doing takeout uh, for a little while. Uh, I think maybe. Maybe like a week ago. I mean, it was okay, but um, I, I don't know if she's still doing it. But like, what her schedule was basically was that she was open until three or four, and it was only takeout just to make some money, you know? Because I don't know. Because I, I don't right. know. Like right now, yeah. the government's giving out loans for businesses, but I'm like, loans? So you're gonna you're gonna put businesses yeah. who are losing money? You're gonna make them go into a hole? To my understanding, though, because I thought tell the me, same please thing educate me, please. On the, uh, I, well, I see, I don't know. This is my guess. And hey, guys, sorry about that. Uh, we had a little bit of a technical uh, difficulty there. It seems as though the app uh, has some glitches or something right around 40, 50 minutes or so. Um, but it cut us off. So sorry for that. Um, we are going to upload episode, uh, or sorry, part three of this saga um, now, uh, and you can find part three on both of our podcasts. And that so that, again, that's going to be on Stevens Why the F Not, and also here on me, myself, and Miguel. So uh, please continue, please listen, subscribe to both of us, um, comment. Send us emails, whatever you want. Uh, I'm sure we would both love to hear from you and any topics that you want to bring in or or any comments or anything, really. Um, So, yeah, go check us out, and thanks for listening.